We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Welcome back. Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Hope everyone is having a great Tuesday. Tuesday is kind of that day, you know, it's not Monday. A lot of people dread Monday, been thinking about it all weekend. Tuesday is kind of, eh, tomorrow's Wednesday, yesterday was Monday. You know, at least Wednesday's the middle of the week. Thursday, practically Friday. So Tuesday is just kind of that blah day right there. 803-0930, talking Bishop Malone's step down. It'll either be a early retirement or a resignation. Does it matter to you which one it is? And the new bishop, what does he have to do to restore trust in the Buffalo Diocese? What is the next move to restore the trust loss? Is it transparency? Is it an outside investigation? I'd like to hear from you. Let's go to Rich in South Buffalo. Rich, good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? Rich, I'm doing well. What do you got for us this morning? Well, first of all, my, my opinion, and I'm sure that a lot of other people feel the same way, is the o- only thing that I have a problem with is he didn't have any control of this stuff that happened 50 years ago. So this stuff that's all coming out of the closet is, I basically feel, is a money-driven thing. So the lawyers are going to get the money. The people aren't going to get any comfort out of it still. And, um, you know, I don't think that he should get his retirement, um, you know, because it was under his watch, so to speak. But still, you know, it still has to um, mean something that you can't be like, why would you want that job if you're going to be accused of stuff that happened, you know, 50 years ago? And we have to draw a line someplace in the sand and say, look, anything that happened you know, from 2000 to today, we'll address because it's some, somewhere in the vicinity of his his tender. But anything behind that, I, I don't see it. I don't see it at all, Joe. Well, let me ask you, Rich, because, yeah, I, I agree. Bishop Malone's not responsible for the things that happened before 2012, but I think he is responsible for the cover-ups. And we saw those letters that he got through the Channel 7 report that he got that, you know, he was talked into not le- not moving a priest. He was talked into not dismissing a priest from his parish. I think a lot of people find those very concerning. Well, Joe, I, I understand that, and I totally agree with that. But there's a lot of things that have happened, you know, in my lifetime that, you know, um, where I want to say, now I don't want to say cover-up, but you know, you you shade the uh, shade the distance so you don't look bad, and I'm sure that that's one of the things that he did. I'm sure he was shading the the waters so it didn't look as bad as it did. I know it's still not right, um, and in in a I say from a parishioner's point of view, you know, people get to see a certain priest on on, on the podium, and that's who they want to see. 
you know, and they don't know what his what his background is. You know, if he, you know, if he had a way of of putting somebody else up there on the podium that day, I'm sure he would have. But I'm sure that he was strapped for people. You know, that's what the way I think of it. All right, Rich, thanks for the call. That's Rich in South Buffalo. Opening up a line for you, 803-0930, star 930-3930, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Um, Also, it's Giving Tuesday. Do you have a charity, a non-for-profit you would like to promote? You can do so, 3930, or give us a call, 803-0930. On Sandy's Facebook page, we have Suzette, who says, I feel it's time for the church to be able to move on from this and try and heal. It doesn't affect me either way. I pray the church can move on to their teachings. And that's exactly what I've been saying. You know, I think the church, I think the diocese is clouded by everything that's going on. All the media attention is on the cover-ups and what was exposed in these investigations. And at the end of the day, for Catholics and for non-Catholics, the best thing to do would be to move on to where your number one thing is what the church should be. Their number one point of business is to teach the Bible, is to spread the word of God, is to partake in their charities and give to those in need. And I'm not saying they're not doing those things, but I think a lot of that has been clouded by what's going on. And the first step to heal, I think, would be to be transparent, would be to get that information out there and um, say, you know, hey, we really messed up in the past. Look at all this. We messed up. We apologize. But we promise no more of this will happen. There will never be another cover-up in the Buffalo Diocese. 803-0930. Again, the Facebook page is open on Sandy's Facebook. We will go to Stephen, who says, he's also a top fan on the Facebook page, things won't change. The retiring bishop was following orders, and the new one will also. And that is a lot of people's fear, is that no matter who is in charge, no matter who the bishop is, they'll talk a good game, but at the end of the day, it'll be the same practices and the same being kept in the dark. So I'd like to know what you think. What does the new bishop have to do to restore trust in the Catholic Church, in the diocese, throughout the city of Buffalo? 803-0930, star 930. The Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open We got to take a break. When we come back, we will get to your phone calls. It's Joe in for Sandy. Pleasure to be here with you today, Buffalo. More after this. Joe Beamer with you in for Sandy Beach here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Always a uh, privilege to be able to sit in this chair and talk to you. It is a literally every time I turn the mic on and I'm on the air, it is a dream come true. It goes back to me hosting fake radio shows when I was uh, in middle school, pretending I was on the radio talking to no one. So it's nice to have come this far and always appreciate the feedback, always appreciate the phone calls. So thank you. Thank you for helping this dream come true 
every time I turn on the mic. 803 0930, star 930, talking about Bishop Malone. He will be stepping down tomorrow, either resignation or early retirement. Does it matter to you which one he does? And this new bishop, what does he have to do to restore trust in the Buffalo Diocese? Let's go to Dennis in Bliss. Dennis, good morning. Hey, good morning, Joe. Good to hear you. Thank you, Dennis. What do you got for us? Yes, uh, Joe, one of the basic basic questions I've got to ask you is uh, basically um, by, by the bishop retiring or resigning, is that going to be bringing people closer to God? Do we, are we looking at this more from a philosophical perspective, or are we looking at this from a hashtag MeToo movement, where um, let's, let's see if we can do whatever we can do to, uh, to uh, denigrate the, uh, the Catholic Church so that uh, we no longer have to contend with them as a moral compass telling us what we should or shouldn't be doing, um, bringing us closer to uh, more of an atheistic standpoint where uh, anything goes? Or how are, we, how are we judging what's taking place? Well, I, Dennis, I think most people, and I can't speak for everyone, uh, but I know me personally, I would like to see a Catholic church that, you know, people can go to like I said, feel comfortable at, trust to spread the message of God. Believe me, the last thing I think most people here listening to this show want is atheism to be spread. I think people just want a Catholic church that they can trust when they go to it, that they know where their money's going to. They know that the people running the church are going to be honest with them. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that to a certain point people are looking at that, but if you, I think that if you place too much emphasis on the institution being run by men as opposed to basically the religion that was established by God through, you know, through Jesus Christ, that, you know, people kind of miss, uh, I, I'm thinking, I, I personally feel people miss the whole um, concept or, or the, the whole direction of where religion is supposed to take them. It, you don't put your trust in one man who is, but we're all fallible. We all have, you know, we all have uh, uh, issues that we have to contend with. And I think it's just a matter of um, if, you know, we, you know, we're looking back 50 years ago at what happened to some people. Now, and we're looking at it through a new prism, through the eyes of uh, basically the hashtag Me Too movement. I'm sure that there are instances where some children uh, may have uh, uh, been truly uh, placed in a, uh, 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 um, a position where some of these priests may have, you know, have done things to them. But by and large, are we looking at it now from, you know, like maybe... Um, um, so, you know, some of these people, you know, some of these priests, for example, now, they're, they're deceased. You know, they've gone through the court of public opinion as opposed to through any kind of legal process. How do we know what, you know, uh, you know what, 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 what are the parameters 
that established the fact that these individuals created or, you know, did these heinous acts to these young, young well, children. And Dennis, I think a lot of it has to do with, and I said this to the last caller, a lot of people aren't blaming Bishop Malone for what happened in the past. Like you said, a lot of these things happened decades ago. I think it's the fact that there were still cover-ups going on. And when Bishop Malone got there, he didn't stop it. He didn't expose what had been going on and make sure these men who were accused, yeah, decades ago, were held accountable. No one thinks that Bishop Malone is guilty of the despicable acts of decades ago. And no, he was not the bishop when a lot of these happened. However, there is proof that he didn't do anything to get those priests away from the parishes. Okay. Well, then if we, if we, look, at, if we look at the Catholic Church as an institution and say, just like uh, General Motors or uh, Ford Motor Company, if there's something going on in that, in that company, would, would all these people be so involved in wanting to make sure that the CEO or the CFO of, of uh, Chevrolet were, uh, you know, taken out in handcuffs, or how, how many people in the, you know, uh, during lunchtime were possibly, you know, um, you know, had some kind of, uh, you know, problems with uh, maybe uh, one of their uh, 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 bosses or something like that. I, I think we're, I think that un, unjustly we're putting too much emphasis, again, because of the fact that it's such a, um, a solid institution that has been around to establish our morals, our moral code, our mores, and now we've got the attitude, hey, don't do, if you can't be better than me, don't tell me what I should or shouldn't do. And I think that's where we have in our society now. We might have a problem with that. Well, Dennis, you bring up some interesting points, and I appreciate the call. That's Dennis in Bliss. Let's go to our friend Paul in Snyder. Paul, good morning. Hello, Joe. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> you're a good show host. I appreciate that, Paul. Thanks. Yeah, don't let that don't let that bother you. Of course, we all are. We all have our uh, critiques, right? Um, so, yeah. Um, I, I know you're emphasizing the word trust. Um, well, the church. I, I don't think any whoever you have in there. Uh, it's not a matter of trusting in that person. It's a matter of trusting in the church and trusting in. Uh, Christ Jesus, who founded the church. Uh, so, in other words, the church is like a hospital for sinners. And what does that mean? Forgiveness and mercy. Uh, if people are going to look for perfection, they're not going to find it, but they can find forgiveness. And then I wanted to touch on what Bill from Eden meant by saying you don't hear about this in other institutions. Uh, I don't think Bill meant that, uh, not that it doesn't happen, but that uh, it's not reported in the media. Um, in other words, and then what Dennis was just saying, that, uh, I mean, the institution of the church, uh, it, it kind of, with secularism kind of on the rise in the United States at least, uh, possibly worldwide, um, the church is getting attacked from in, uh, outside and from within, uh, 
And like I'll give an example, a priest is afraid to speak about like artificial birth control because they're afraid they'll lose half the parish. So I mean that's that's like a you know like a morality type of an issue. But if they're afraid to speak about it, that they're going to lose half the parish, well people shouldn't be doing that. They should be following what the church teaches if they're going to be a Christian. Uh, and then for people seeking monetary retribution, I don't know. To me, there should be more forgiveness and understanding. And, oh, yeah, sure, uh, investigate, yeah. But, but, but it should be investigated across the board, not just, uh, you know, I mean, sexuality. If that's an issue in this world, then we have to find out the reasons why that's happening. And uh, if they're going to seek money, then they're making money of God. Hey, Paul, sorry, we got to get to news, man. Great points, as always, and thanks for the compliment. Always appreciate it. Here's what I don't think people understand. I'm my biggest critic. I will re-listen to these three hours and yell at myself for the entire three hours of what I did wrong. 803-0930, we're back after the news with Randy. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Talking about Bishop Malone stepping down, either resigning or early retirement. Does that matter to you? Which one he takes? And how will the new bishop restore trust? in the Buffalo Diocese. Now, coming up at 11, we're going to talk about Erie County Representative, I'm sorry, not Representative, Erie County Executive Mark Polingars joining leaders of four local refugee resettlement agencies. Remember, we're a welcoming county, and I'll be asking you about that starting at 11 o'clock, so get those opinions ready to roll. Now, on the text board, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, very active this morning, and I do appreciate that. On the Facebook page, Michael says, Bishop Malone very well could be to blame, like people say. However, there's another side to that coin. When there's indecencies, like sexual misconduct and crimes by priests, 
or especially issues that attract media coverage, priests, like Bishop Malone, are guided by higher-ups. Do you really think he's making all the decisions? I think he's being asked the wrong questions. A question to ask is, is there someone or people who, with more authority than yourself, are telling you how to handle things? I mean, do you think he would choose to rat on the church or resign? I'll choose the latter. That's very possible. And maybe once he steps down, we might, well, I don't think that's how it works. But I think Michael has a point. A lot of the things Bishop Malone did when it came to how they handled the accusations were the same that bishops before him did and bishops after him did or after him hopefully won't do. That's not how I meant to say it. How bishops after him hopefully won't. Hopefully this new bishop has learned that transparency is the best way to go. And Dennis is right. There are people out there that really are just doing this because they want to see organized religion fail. They want to see the Catholic Church fail. And let me tell you right now, that is not why I am doing this show. That's not why I've done any of the shows that had to do with Bishop Malone in the past. I think we are a better Buffalo. We are a better country if people are able to go to the churches they worship and feel like they can trust the people in charge. They can trust the church they're at. They can trust the priest they disclose information with. And I think to start that, this new bishop needs to do a better job of gaining that trust. Like Dennis talked about, I'm sorry, Paul talked about forgiveness and everyone is told to forgive. And I think everyone wants to be able to forgive and they're looking to forgive the church and they are in that process of forgiving the church. But don't give them something else to lose that forgiveness or don't give them something else to forgive. Make sure they know the church they're going back to, the church they are supporting, has learned from the past and will make sure that there is a standard that if anything like what happened in the past happens again, there won't be a cover-up. You're not getting moved to another parish. You're going to be prosecuted and go to jail for the disgusting acts you did. And I think that's the direction this diocese needs to move in with a new bishop. Let's go to Andrew. Andrew, who is a top fan on the Facebook page, says, I don't understand why he is stepping down. When most of this stuff happened way before he came around and he does what he is told by his boss. So there seems to be this belief amongst a lot on Facebook and by those on the text board that Bishop Malone pretty much is just doing what he's told, acting on what he's told. Now, I might have missed something, and maybe that's true. I know there are people above him. I believe the cardinal is above him, obviously the pope. And it would be very interesting what happened 
at that meeting at the Vatican a few weeks ago. What did really transpire between Bishop Malone and the Pope? Was this all in the workings? Was the original report correct, but they had to get a few things in place before they could announce it? It'll be interesting to see what all comes of this. 803-0930, star 930. We'll go with Peggy, who says, I'd like to see early retirement. Given the poor treatment he has received in this community, the man should have early retirement. He has not abused. And that's true. I don't think anyone has accused him of being guilty of abuse. No one's accused him of abuse. However, there were people, there were priests that had been accused of abuse. Some accusations substantiated since 2012. I'm not saying the act was since 2012. I'm saying the accusation and the substantiation had been during his term as bishop, and he did not act on it. He left those priests in power, either at their parish or moved them to another one. No, I don't think a lot of the blame for what happened in the past should go on Bishop Malone, obviously. But he is guilty of not doing anything about it in his seven years here. And I always say this, Sandy always says this, for a minute you have to not be blinded by your faith and just look at the facts. He has not done a good job of getting the diocese out of this problem. Covering up is not going to solve any issues. And that never should have been the practice. And I'm glad it's not again, but it seems like a lot of the things put into place were because of the outcry from the media and the community. When all along the Catholic Church, decades ago, should have had in place, hey, if, if this accusation is true, you're done. We're not moving you to another church. We're not moving you to another region. We're giving your information to the authorities and... and you're going to jail, where a lot of these people should have been. 803-0930, star 930. Thank you, everyone, for all of the input on Facebook, input on the text board. When we come back, Erie County is a welcoming county. What do you think about that? It's Joe and for Sandy. On the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, Texter says, the Catholic Church is a stage four cancer, and you're discussing how to elevate a runny nose. It'll never change until the church, until all the church, including the Vatican, are exposed. Well, that's what I was saying about the new bishop. Maybe make public all the files and expose the missteps of the past. There's no better way to restore trust than to admit your mistakes. Believe me. That's the first step. Hey, we really messed up. We should have been turning these guys in to the local authorities the entire time. And you know what? We are sorry. Everyone from those past administrations is out. We've cleaned house. From here on out, there is a no-tolerance policy. Accusation, we'll investigate it. We will let you know what happened 
in that investigation, and those files will be turned over to the public, I'm sorry, to the local authorities. You do realize the cover-up you keep referring to was between adults, and at no time was there an illegal an illegality even alleged. So who was supposed to go to jail? Who was supposed to go to jail? Uh, the, the text cut off. The fact is, the bishop was covering up accusations from people and then just letting that priest continue to be the leader of that parish. Like, I, I don't know why everyone's trying to make, not everyone, I don't know why people are trying to make excuses for what the priest did. Or I'm sorry, what for the bishop did. Again, I'm not saying he, he did any of the disgusting acts. No one's accusing him of that. But the things he did do by covering up, I don't care if it was an adult or not. The fact that he had these accusations and because the priest said, hey, you don't want to mess with me. I make the second most of any parish in, in the Buffalo Diocese. Oh, yeah, you're right. Let me, let me file that away. We'll just forget about that. You think that's right? That's the kind of move? Would you like to see the CEO of your company do that? I mean, seriously. Think about where you work. If there was an allegation and the person that was accused, an accusation, I'm sorry, and the person accused said, hey, I bring a lot of money in for this company, so you might just want to file that away. And the CEO goes, yeah, we'll just file that away. Go back to work. I mean, am I the only one that sees something wrong with that? There shouldn't be any kind of cover-up. I mean, half these texts are people just making excuses for the bishop. Seriously, don't you want to see a, a transparent diocese? Don't you want to see someone in charge that said, hey, I looked back at the files. We really screwed up and we are sorry. Someone that says, yeah, I understand why you're not giving to churches right now. I understand why our numbers are down. I understand why people don't want to go to their church and bring their families. But guess what? No zero tolerance starts today. By the way, here's those investigations of past. Here are the things that have been hidden from you for decades. If you start doing that, people will go, wow, this bishop's for real. He's not taking any you-know-what. So instead of making excuses, think about what could make the diocese better. What could bring people back to church? What could get Catholic Charities numbers back to where they were? And the offering plate full again. It's not... Excuse after excuse after excuse. It's get rid of the people there now and bring in someone new who is going to promise to set the record straight, who is going to promise to get in there and expose the past and make sure that never happens again, that you will never feel unsafe walking into a church again that you will never lose trust in your church again. To me, that's the way to go.
not make excuses for the guy who's there now, but to see what can we do, what can the diocese do, what can the Catholic Church do, so we can get back to where we were. So the number one job of the church, of the diocese, can be spreading the message, can be a place to go to where you feel safe, a place when you're in need you can go to, a place of worship. That should be the top priorities. It should not be clouded by things like this. And I think you have to ask yourself, why is that cloud still here? And I don't think if you're honest with yourself, you can say 100%, well, it has nothing to do with Bishop Malone, I'll tell you that. Look at the facts. Again, I'm not blaming Bishop Malone for anything that happened before 2012. But I am blaming him for things that happened afterwards. And again, do you really think we'd be where we are right now? We'd know what we know? Do you think any of those lists would have been released? if it wasn't for the investigation by Channel 7 for the stuff that initially came out, do you really think we'd know what we know now? Don't you want to have someone in charge that you know no matter what? There would there would have had been no media investigation. That information would have been made public before anyone went and tried to expose it. Isn't that the kind of leader you want? A leader who, no matter what, I don't care how much money your parish brings in. If you do something wrong, if you lose the trust of me, you're no longer going to be part of that parish. Yeah. That would make me feel safer. That would make me trust the church just a little more. But... Like I said, every time I do this show, it's a, it, it's, it's a, it's a mixed board, and I understand it. I, I understand people are passionate about their faith, and I hope that never changes. I hope you never lose passion in your faith. But I think along with that passion, you have to be able to look at the situation and say, I love my church. I will always go to church but these things are wrong. And saying that doesn't make you a bad Catholic. Saying that you want to be able to trust the church or that you don't fully trust the church now doesn't make you a bad Catholic. Wanting it to be a better Catholic church for everyone, that makes you a good Catholic. All right, when we come back, have you ever heard of grandstanding? Well, Mark Polingars is about to do that in 15 seconds. And we'll talk about it after the news with Randy. It's Joe in for Sandy on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.